0: like that but hey uh we have our guest craig on the audio genius expert um here to make sure that your in-person audio your outer person audio your zoom is sounding the best it can ever sound craig how, how why do you want everyone's voice to be the best that it can ever be because anything less
1: is a disgrace to yourself and you're a lot better than that. So you might as well sound as good as you do in real life. You know, Thank. You. I just want to bring out also, my name isn't Craigon,
0: on, but, but I am on the, I am on the podcast. Okay. So <laughs> Craig on is going to talk to us about various topics. Um, before we start though, we usually have something called an icebreakers, which I hate, but I'll make an exception today. I want you to take out your you know, a visual paintbrush, if we will, and just paint us a picture of what being a Canadian feels like. Oh, man, I figured this question was going to come
1: up. Um, <laughs> so what what being a Canadian feels like? What What's the normal day-to-day thing? It's like being caressed by a mother bear who lost her cubs in the wilderness but decided that humans are a-okay and she comes up and she nurses you from the time that you're a small child and she recommends a hearty life filled with adventure um, hunting for salmon and uh, just general all-around cuddliness and I think that encapsulates exactly what it's like to be Canadian Um, also add into that that you're in an igloo while you're being cuddled by this mother bear and uh, you've got yourself a a great,
0: a great day. So if hey. you think Craig is, is exaggerating, I would like to state that Aaron just in your presence felt like he was podcasting you because he has a memory of us recording a podcast when all we were doing was playing games on a computer. It's true. I,
1: I almost actually thought it was a podcast as well. I was having so much fun. <laughs> It was great, and I'm glad Aaron thought that, uh, that that was a podcast. I just want to say I'm so happy to be on Two Crazy Scoops. This is amazing. I've been a fan for a long time. I've listened to every episode. I don't know if your other guests like actually <laughs> listen to the podcast, but I do, and I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Aaron
2: said, <laughs> <an> "Oof." <laughs> well, you know, the fact that you heard every episode, that's um, some extreme loyalty. We definitely have to get you something. First of all, we'll make sure we get you something for being a guest, first of all, because um, we Amazing. do appreciate you for coming on the show. And we appreciate your expertise in the audio. I just want to say that we do appreciate that. I really appreciate it, too. Um, I, you know, um, And I'm looking forward to learning some from you. Um, oh,
1: man, I love audio. I mean, I'm not a pro at all, but I, I do it for fun. And so I'm happy to just
0: would you describe yourself as a perfectionist?
1: Um, that is a great question. Oh, man. Would I describe myself as a perfectionist? I would describe myself as...
0: When it comes to audio.
1: Yeah, but I'm, like, not good enough ever to reach perfection, so I'm (laughs) never happy with it. Um, I am... I wanna I wanna use a word that's probably not appropriate for a podcast when it comes to audio, but uh, oh, you
2: if you've listened to every episode, I'm sure you've heard a lot of things that were not appropriate. <laughs> so. It's
1: true. My favorite one was like the story of the guy who like oh, went no. to the bathroom <laughs> off a roof.
2: Exactly. So we, I was like, why is this happening? <coughs> yeah. So if he can say that, I'm pretty sure what you were going to say is nothing in comparison. Oh, yeah. It
1: was completely
2: G-rated. <laughs> <laughs> but so- it,
1: I do I do strive to, like, if I hear someone doing a project that is comprised of audio, whether it's podcasting, radio, music, like whatever it is, it, if they don't care about what it sounds like, then I'm like, why, what is the point? So to me, it's just, uh, for me, like, when I do something, I really like it to be, like, I want this to be as good as I can possibly get it. But the problem is, is I'm not a pro. So most of the time, I, like, it maybe is better than if I hadn't done anything to it, but it's still not great, so.
0: So what got you into all this? Like, I mean, the general public is not, you know, downloading Audacity at 12 years old and editing uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bob Dylan covers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bob Dylan cover so Aaron, what Antonio was talking about is um like we we both Antonio and I grew up together, basically. We've been friends since we were like I was six, I think, six or seven. So I've known Antonio as long as
0: my my parents, basically. <laughs> they didn't pay attention to, him are, to you the, seven.
1: are you all
2: Are y'all the same age? I think I'm a he's, year older.
1: Yeah, he's like a year older than me.
2: Okay. So y'all are both yeah. kids then. All right. Yeah, Just both kids.
1: But Miniature children. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we started like learning guitar around the same time. And I really basically when I started learning guitar, I like really wanted to record music the second I started. And I'm trying to remember what what got me into it. Like why would I want to start that? I feel like my cousin Connor, maybe. Um, they, they came and visited and I, I had just bought the same mixer that I still have to this day when I was 13. Um, and I've used like to record everything that I record with, bought that. My cousins came to visit and we like wrote a song together and recorded it with that mixer. Um, it's pretty bad, but it, it was also a fun time. We were 13 um, and I've just loved audio ever since then for school projects in Like they would ask me to write like a book report on a book that we read. And I was like, instead of writing a book report, would you let me write and record a song instead? And the teacher said yes. So I did like three songs based on like books that I pretended to read. All I did was like s- scan the table of contents and then like make a song based off of that. So it was great. I got to do like what I wanted and not actually learn anything, which I regret now. Go to- Stay in schools. Kids.
0: but I don't know. It's hard to learn anything at that age, to be honest. For me, at least. I was just in it for the fun. Exactly. But, I,
1: yeah, I've had a really fun time
0: doing music. And
1: and Antonio and I would record together two um, Bob Dylan covers. (laughs) Like he was saying, I wrote this song that turned out to be other songs. Yeah, and
0: they ended up, like, inadvertently just, I wrote this one song I was super proud of, and Craig's mom was like, you know that's a song already, right? I'm like, no, it's not. you We were jamming, no, jamming like no. we had drums,
1: we had guitars, bass, and everything. So Antonio and I are just rocking out and my parents come in and they're like, oh, is that Cowboy Junkies or something? Like, I can't remember what band they thought it was and played the song and it was like note for note. It was note
0: for note.
2: And I'd <laughs> never same. heard it before.
1: Yeah. I don't know how, it see, happened to us all the
2: time. And see, that's what I was talking about. I was talking to him about that yesterday because i'm re- I'm very much intrigued with how musicians create music nowadays because the same chord at least in pop music the same chords are used over and over again so how do you create a new chord progression without stealing something that someone else already has done? you know I don't understand yeah. how that's possible.
1: it's not so like you can't make you can't make a new chord progression no to be honest so chord progressions basically you have a depending on like the keys and the modes and stuff that the song is in like every song bunches of songs use the same chord progressions and that's not they don't, the music industry or the copyright people don't consider that um, thievery but it's often the melody where, where the lawsuits will form because you can have I feel like endless different melodies over the same chord progression. Um, so if your melody is the same, and the melody is like usually what the the notes that the singer is hitting, mm-hmm. that's usually what your ears are listening to. Mm-hmm. Or the, if there's a guitar solo that's usually playing a melody, um, that kind of stuff is what is like, oh, that's mine. Like I came up with that string of notes. Whereas like a chord progression is like the... Um, it's like the restaurant that you're served a fine meal at. But mm-hmm. the meal has to be different. Like it's like, no no no, that that's cold meal. But uh if you make it into a radiohead meal, then then that's okay. Hmm. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like mm, yes, finally some good radiohead.
1: It's like a mother bear. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Music yeah. is amazing. And I always think it's interesting that that people haven't, like how are we still coming up with new music? Because there is only so many chords and chord progressions and yet we're still able to come up with slightly different melodies. I do think a lot of like mainstream music sounds the same. I don't think the problem is because there's a limited number of notes or or because we've hit every note possible but the problem is is because they're trying to sell it and so if you're trying to sell the music they're trying to sell what works and what's worked in the past and mm-hmm. what's popular so mm-hmm. they do the same like formula over and over
3: mm-hmm.
1: um because like classical music there's like a gajillion notes in one piece mm-hmm. it goes all over the place and whereas today it's like oh we'll just sell three notes and people I, will be happy with that
2: i think it's somewhat dumbed down a little bit so that it's easier to kind of absorb i think with classical for that very reason that you just mentioned i think it it might take a little bit uh, more to appreciate that those musical pieces um, versus a simple song with just a few chords and you know what i'm saying i think exactly and i think uh, but you have to develop an appreciation for that type of music and that's the way people probably don't do as much these days as they did back in the times where classical was the music to listen to, you know, those great composers of the past and stuff. But
1: I think it's interesting back then too with classical music, like people didn't, they couldn't just listen to it whenever they wanted. The only time they could hear it was if they like went to go see Mozart, like perform and conduct the, the piece in the orchestra or whatever it was. Um, And that was like the only time they would hear it. So you wanted to get the biggest bang for your buck. So it wasn't like, I mean, I guess these days, I mean, people still fill like arenas to hear like pop songs. But yeah,
2: um, I don't know. K-pop,
1: man. (laughs) K-pop,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, K-pop really gets you going when you're working out. It's a lot of energy. That. It does. Yes, that's what I was talking about, Herd. Yeah, when I got my workout going on, a little BTS, man. I can oh, run. Man. I can run further, faster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only time I've heard BTS was on that new Coldplay album,
2: and I was like, oh. <laughs> I did. Actually, I did like that song, but I didn't like it for Coldplay. I wish someone yeah. else had sung it. That, that it's not a Coldplay song. I like, That's
1: the problem I have with Coldplay these days. Is they're not playing Coldplay songs. Yeah, it's
2: not. It's not. I, I prefer their. I prefer their. You know their first couple of albums. You know I, yeah. that was to me is Coldplay and the new stuff. Like I said, I do like the song, but I just feel like it's just. So someone else should have been singing it. It seemed like that song was written for like a you know a Justin Bieber or something. You know some yeah. some pop singer versus right. Like, Or like, I can see like a Maroon 5 singing that song. Yeah. Which they're not the same anymore either, but that's a whole other story. Sorry.
1: I was just going to say, speaking of Justin Bieber, I don't know if your audience maybe has not heard, but in Canada, we have this this, uh, chain called Tim Hortons. Um, So at Tim Hortons, they have, which it's like a coffee and donut shop at Tim Hortons, Super famous all over Canada because he was like Tim Horton was like a hockey guy. Everybody loved hockey, so we're in Canada. Welcome. Uh, they serve Timbits. So Timbits are like donut holes. I think I don't know what they call them at Dunkin' Donuts. Do they just call munchkins. them donut holes? Munchkins. Yeah, By the way, munchkins. in the
2: Northeast, there's a ton of Tim Tim Hortons in the Northeast. They and, have been creeping down into the states. That's also, true. I'll
0: say I didn't really show you the outline, Craig, but Tim Hortons is on there because yeah. I, I knew it would get brought up.
2: So it oh, is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. You're no, going perfect. right. In line. I, asked, <laughs>
1: I asked for an outline, and Antonio was like, "Nah, I'm not going to send you one." <laughs> no, like,
2: okay, no, it's perfect though. It's, it's perfect. perfect. <laughs> it's Great. perfect. Yeah, you're, you're hitting crazy. all the spots because you're it's hitting everything it. that's on there. So perfect.
1: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be done in a minute. Like we're getting pretty efficient here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say at Tim Hortons, they came out with a new line of Timbits called Tim Timbeebs, and it's like sponsored by <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> so it's, uh, I don't know why. They're like Justin Bieber's like special flavor. I think because somebody famous was doing something at Starbucks. Was it Taylor Swift? She had like a Starbucks drink, I think.
0: like get. Taylor's I think everybody said, like they had a McDonald's thing. Okay. I'm Starbucks out of the loop a, a little
1: bit. But when it's about Tim Hortons, I'm like, I'm listening, you know, like what are they going to do now? And Tim Beebs. I haven't had one because I'm against anything with Justin Bieber's name <laughs> on it. But, <laughs> but uh, you Fine know, Craig if and a Tim Hortons like,
0: at midnight eating Tim Beebs in the corner. Tim Biebs. <laughs>
1: oh, man. So Tim Hortons, uh, their coffee is actually mostly terrible um, in my opinion. They have, they came out with a new line called Dark Roast. They they originally only were serving like one kind of coffee, but Dark Roast is a lot better. And they've changed the Dark Roast like brew kind of formula over the years several times. So I only drink Dark Roast if I go there. But uh, yeah, you can get better coffee other places. So. so
0: you've, Craig has lived in Arizona and now he's yeah. currently in Canada. So how would you uh, compare Tim Horton's to a gas station rest stop here in Arizona? What would be the equivalent?
1: Um, Do you mean... <clears throat> so, like, mean- there's, like,
0: Quick Mart, which is probably the worst. You'll get shot there. <laughs> there's Circle K, which is... You'll also get shot, but you'll get what you need. Right, And then like, there's QT, which is also on the decline now here, but it used oh, to really? be the gold standard. QT used to be, like... Amazing, yeah. What's happened to QT? I don't know. Like, there's like security guards outside each one of them. I think the pandemic has not been good to QT. Wow. Okay. So Tim Hortons is nothing like any of those
1: because it's <laughs> one, Not a. Ga- it's not a gas station. Oh, it's one. not. No, I was led to believe Tim station? Hortons was a gas station. <laughs> no, no, no. It's I'm like the, it's it's Dunkin' Donuts, but it called Tim Hortons. Wow. I'm surprised
2: you never saw any in New York. They, they Tim Hortons used to be all over New York. Uh not where I was at. Oh okay.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Tim Hortons is not a I want you've heard it here folks. Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons is Hortons not, is a, gas not a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to make that clear. You cannot buy gasoline at Tim Hortons. However, you can buy a Tim Bib. Or do we you have can, them in
2: Michigan? Hm, you can confused.
1: stop there. You can go and order Aaron. a coffee. I am. Um, I love the honey crullers at Tim Hortons. Those things are amazing. So if you ever go to Tim Hortons, like get a dark roast. And get a honey cruller. Honey cruller. amazing! Is it like oh, a bear so claw? Good. No, it's like a honey cruller.
2: <laughs> so okay. um, I'm not crazy. They are in New York. Okay, I was like, so I know
1: I used to see them all the time. But I do think like I've never I'll... crazy about. Oh, sorry.
0: Go ahead.
2: No, I was thinking maybe they're
0: just wearing a gas station. So I was like, that's not Tim Hortons. <laughs> I'm like blatantly in front of a Tim Hortons. I'm like, well, there's no gas pump, so that must not be Tim Hortons. <laughs> What made you think that it was a gas station? Um, I think you made a video on YouTube a long time ago and you and Jesse and Mark were at a Tim Hortons, I think. Oh yeah. And I just I assumed that. you guys stopped there for gas. I
2: don't know.
1: Oh yeah. There was like cars, but it was cause it was a parking lot, you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're also all over, they're all over Detroit all as well.
1: Have. <laughs> Oh, I see a car out there. It must be (laughs) a gas station. station. (laughs) (laughs) Those Canadians.
2: (laughs) Uh, Tim Hortons is all over Michigan, too. All over Detroit. That's probably why I remember it more from Detroit. Yeah, Yeah. so
0: you and Craig did not live too far apart, but at different times. It's true. Well, oh, yeah, I guess at different times. Because we
1: were in Leamington, south of Windsor, which is just, you know, across Mm -hmm. the border from Detroit.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know anything about Canada. Okay. Except for what you've told me, which is very little. Right. Besides very little. And uh, kilometers and, uh. Some
1: of it you've tried to put together and have <laughs> yes. come up with the fact that <laughs> Tim Hortons is a gas station. So
0: I was like, oh, yes, yes, Craig, I get uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you tell the general public in the U.S. or in Arizona, just in general, is different about Canada as soon as you cross the border? What are you running into that you're like, huh, this, we're, we're not, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah.
1: Biggest differences would probably be, um, I mean, I think a lot of people say the culture is really different, but I I do have a little footnote on that because the culture is vastly different depending on where you are in the States like the culture in Arizona is completely different from New York and New York is completely different from California and Florida is different from New Hampshire. Like everywhere keep is really going, different keep going. States. All 50 I states. <laughs> all the states I know. <laughs> did did so I mention Detroit? <laughs> so, so Pete, when people say like, Oh man, Canada is so different. Well, um, everywhere's different. Number one. Um, number two, depending on where you are in Canada, it is also very different. So in Ontario, where I live, in Toronto, which is like the the biggest city in Canada, um, it's probably what maybe people think of when they think of... I don't know what people think of when they think of Canada because people are like, oh, where's the igloos and stuff? So I don't know, actually. I actually never thought
2: of igloos with Canada, so...
1: Oh, thank you. And <laughs> you live... Amazing. Yeah, I
2: haven't either. I think Alaska. Alaska, yeah. But wait, okay, you said yeah. you live in... Um, in Toronto? Toronto. Okay. All yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So here it's like we've it's like a basically a big city and I think big cities are kind of pretty similar no matter where you go if it's a big city. You've got they're very diverse because you've got sections of different cultures all over the place. You've got Chinatown, you've got Koreatown, you've got like Little Italy um and you've got like huge buildings everywhere, people working. I think maybe overall the the feeling of people might be a little bit different than in the States. Like, I don't know if people in Arizona, like people here don't tend to stop and like talk or say hi to anyone. Like you walk down the street, you don't even like look at the person as you walk by, but that just might be a big city thing because we also lived in Manitoba, which is another province in Canada, which is more North, uh, Northwest, but it's in the middle of Canada really. And there, people are super friendly. The license plates slogan on Manitoba's license plates is "Friendly Manitoba." <laughs> like, and and they live by it. like everybody is just super nice there. It's so different than here. Like, so you do have State license City, plates
0: in Canada, then?
1: We do have license plates. Okay, Fun cool. thing about Manitoba is they don't use stickers on the license plate, so you don't have to like renew your sticker and like put on the you know the thing with the year on it. So, but Ontario like it's different for each province. So in Ontario we have to.
0: There's no like emissions Disney. tests there.
1: Uh yeah, you could just do whatever you want in Manitoba because everyone's friendly and nice. <laughs> and you can trust everything and everything's good. Uh everywhere is really different depending on where you go, but that doesn't really answer your question.
0: Yeah, it does. But uh, how much exposure to French did you have growing up? Or is that just a misconception as well?
1: No, that that's uh they do teach French in the schools. Uh, there's a lot of kids that go to school at, in what's called French immersion, which is where they teach you everything in French. So not only are you learning French, but you're learning like math, science. Everything is in French. Um, I've, I, didn't, I never do, did that. Uh, I left Canada in, when I was in first grade or second grade, maybe just going to second grade. So I only got like a year of French in first grade and then never learned French, and now I'm back in Canada and still can't speak French.
0: <laughs> but there are th- people here who do. Yeah, I almost feel like me and you have the same amount of... I have the same amount of Spanish as you have French, probably. Oh, man. you! I think you have way more Spanish. <laughs> like, I don't know any French. <laughs> so uh, what are some French things that are around you that you can... Like, I have Mexican food here because we're so close to Mexico. Right. Is there well, any, the like, big... Uh,
1: the big thing in Canada with, like, French stuff is poutine or poutine if you're French, um, which is, it sounds disgusting, but it's amazing. It's French fries and gravy and cheese curds, which maybe you still think sounds disgusting, <laughs> but I assure you, it's amazing. <laughs> but it, you got to get it in, in Quebec, like uh, Montreal or Quebec, which is another province to the east of Ontario. That's where they came up with the delicious poutine and it's amazing oh just like if you want to just die happy (laughs) like if you want your last meal like that is a great choice for a last meal (laughs) there's this place we went to in montreal that's like i can't remember what it's called but it's a famous place for poutine And they just, it was like an overflowing plate of fries, gravy, cheese, curds. Plus they put on like other stuff so you can get like bacon on it and green onions and like roast beef or like other meats and stuff. Um, Oh, my mouth is
0: watering. Speaking of food, can you shed any light on uh, Canadian
2: bacon for us? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's a very American thing.
1: (laughs) Canadian bacon is uh basically ham for anyone who did, who didn't know it's just uh it's not bacon it's it's basically ham. So do you have Canadian bacon in Canada or is it all just Canadian bacon? Uh no there is a difference because the the can, it, Canadian bacon is ham or something and and then we have regular bacon which is bacon. <laughs> they also have turkey bacon which I don't get um it's kind of like Canada geese, you know, no matter where they are, even if they're in Canada, they're still Canada geese.
2: Yeah, a lot of them used to come over to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of Canadian geese in Detroit. Exactly.
0: So you mentioned to me previously on one of our episodes about the Mennonites that we got something wrong. Did you want to clear that up for us? Because I can't oh, actually no. remember what you said. <laughs>
2: Oh, and can you clarify who actually had it wrong? Uh,
0: Tracy.
2: I don't remember
1: either of those things. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't remember who had it wrong, and I don't remember what was wrong or what I was complaining about. I can't. I have no idea what it was about. But they, yeah. they, uh, they're here in Canada, and they speak Low German.
0: I'm gonna put you on the spot and make you say something in Low German.
1: Okay. Gundach. wo die dort von deo? S. Dina podcast or S. Mina podcast? I said, Hello, how are you doing today? Is that your podcast or is that my podcast? Oh. Which is something they would never ever say in Low German.
0: <laughs> Breaking new
1: ground so, in the
2: language. So, so how s- is Low German and German similar? Are there similarities or what's the difference? If they- Yeah.
1: So, they are very similar. Uh, They're also really similar to English because English is like a Germanic language. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So low German that the Mennonites speak, the Mennonites left like many, 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 many years ago from wherever, Germany or something, and stayed separate. And so now they speak, like they took the language they spoke and they kept it with themselves. So that's why it's like a little bit different from the German that like, I don't want to say evolved, but like developed over hundreds of years, like languages change, right? right. We're all on yeah. the same page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it di- it's different from that. Somebody who speaks regular German, uh, if they want to learn low German, they can pick it up and be fluent in like two months. Like it can be very quick. A lot of the words are similar. They just kind of sound like low German is kind of like regular German, but with an American accent oh. is kind of basically okay
0: in a simple way. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> sharing that with us. I don't think we've had anyone on here who speaks low German. And some people have never maybe even heard of low German. I hadn't heard of it until like four yeah. or five years ago. It's it's pretty cool. So shifting gears is, in uh, <laughs> the pun here, um, but your background is digital bike riders. Yes. Um, Is this a video game? Is this a project, a VR project? What is this?
1: Yes. So I am obsessed also with cycling. Um, So we live in Canada where cycling is terrible nine months of the year because of the winter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I set up my bike inside on an indoor trainer and put a speed sensor and a cadence sensor on the bike, and then got this program called Zwift, which is a virtual cycling app. So on this app, with the speed sensor and my bike on the trainer, I can ride virtually. And it, I, it like will, you can kind of see my avatar there. It like, it's like kind of like a video game where the amount I pedal is how far the the guy will go in the game. Uh, it tracks your kilometers, my watts. Um, and it's a really good workout. Like I get much a much better workout on it than if I would trying to ride out in the city here because in the city there's so many street lights like I can't get an actual workout in. Um, so here I can like pedal nonstop for an hour and, and be on Zwift. And that way like because I really like using Zwift because if I'm riding in place, I mean you can imagine like wouldn't that get boring after an hour of just sitting there and this makes it really interesting it's kind of like a video game you get like power-ups and points and the more you ride you can unlock different bikes and and it tracks like I really like that it tracks your kilometers and like actual effort that you're
0: putting out um I really like using it is this something that you got well you got into it because of the winter's not because of the pandemic
1: yeah, I actually got into it before the pandemic started because of the winter. So I would ride like when we lived in Leamington, it was a great place to ride outside. Huge open roads, kind of like this picture I have here. Um, just I could ride for miles and miles. But in the winter, I I couldn't and I wanted to keep exercising. Um, and I didn't want like just going for a walk never gave me enough exercise. Um, so I wanted to keep that up through the winter. So that's why I got the indoor trainer. And I'm happy I did and figure it all out when I did, because then the pandemic started, and, and I'm really happy to have something to do for exercise.
2: Yeah. Is, so is it VR, like, capable or compatible?
1: No, it's not. And I would like to see if that, if that could happen. That would be cool. But on the other hand, like, you sweat so much because, like, you are working out. Like, I have a fan going... Like, I need a stronger fan, I think. But if you had a VR headset on... I don't know, like you would just be coated in sweat. So I don't, that's possibly why they don't have it in VR. I'm not sure.
2: And when you're using it, can you share like your screen or can you share it like with anyone else? Like when you're working out and you have your avatar going, are you able to share that with anyone? The visual?
1: Yeah. So if they have, they could download the Zwift app and watch just for free. And you could watch like your friends bike around for free. Uh, or if you also are a cyclist, like, for example, my friend Mark and I have ride together on Zwift. So he has a bike and an indoor trainer. Rest in peace, Speed Mark. and cadence sensor. What? Is it rest in peace, Mark? <laughs> rest in peace. He was supposed to join us today, but he's sick. So we miss him. But, um... Yeah, what was I saying? We ride together, so it, it's cool because it's an online app. So you see everybody that's on the program. You see like real riders are riding past you, or you can ride with other riders. <coughs> uh, so I like I can ride with with Mark, and it's like virtual, but it's pretty fun.
2: So you can see him on there. You'll see his avatar. It, exactly. Now. That's yeah. pretty so cool. We can like
0: ride. Yeah, if you're into that, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I never had heard of that before. So if anybody is interested in it. Uh, what again can you just repeat what
1: yeah it's Zwift so starts with a Z ends with a wift and uh <laughs> and, and it's a cadence yeah, it's sensor as you said correct oh yeah yeah you need a speed well okay it depends on what trainer you get because I got one of the cheaper ones because so there's you, you need a trainer to provide resistance for your bike tire um on these cheaper trainers, they do not, they're not smart. So there's no like electronics or anything on them, which is why if you just use a regular trainer that has a roller and just rolls like against your back tire, you need a speed sensor attached to your back wheel and then a cadence sensor attached to your pedals. So that those things send a Bluetooth signal to either your tablet or your computer or your Apple TV and tell the game how fast and how hard you're working there's more expensive trainers which are smart trainers which start at probably like a thousand dollars which i would love to get so if anyone listening to this podcast wants to send me a thousand dollars to get a trainer uh, antonio will put my email in the uh (laughs) description um uh, those trainers are smart and they automatically send your your data to Zwift or any other there's other cycling apps too there's other programs you could use not just Zwift Uh, so it sends it to Zwift but the cool thing about them is that they provide real-time resistance and elevation change and stuff like that so in the game if I start going up a hill it's going to start automatically getting harder to pedal like the machine will automatically change uh, and that kind of stuff so it's like gives you a more real world feel. Um, And those are, and like professional, like actual pro cyclers, cyclists, whatever you call them, they'll use those. Cyclisters. Cyclisters. Yeah. Well,
0: that's interesting. Well, it's something.
1: I like exercise. I I need exercise. So that's why I do it. (laughs)
0: Let it be known. Craig loves exercise.
2: Do you, do you ever go ice skating or skiing? I'm assuming that's pretty common there.
0: It is
1: pretty common. I have been ice skating several times. I, the people, okay, the people in Canada who grew up ice skating are like incredible. Everybody is. They're just amazing. Skate backwards, forwards, upside down, left and right, whatever you want. I like, I can skate forwards and that's it. Cause like I didn't grow up in Canada. I grew up in Arizona where people have never seen ice skates before, right? No, so never. I can't, I'm not great. <laughs> My family did take us skiing all the time. So when we were growing up, like pretty much every winter, we'd go skiing. But since I got married, I haven't been, which was like seven years ago. So, but skiing was pretty fun. I recommend if you're going to get into skiing or snowboarding and you've never done either, skiing is way easier to start with. Um, If you try to start snowboarding, it's going to take you a long time. You're going to get hurt a lot more. Um... If you just want to have fun, go for the skis.
2: Uh, I wish someone had told me that.
1: <laughs> have you been injured before?
2: Oh yeah. Well, not serious injuries, but I've the first time I went s- snowboarding, I fell a lot, which doesn't seem like that bad, of, you know. Well, the problem was I didn't know how to, like, I when I first started, I would go. up We went up to the top of this hill. This is in Michigan, and then I'm going, I'm, I'm snowboarding down, and I'm thinking like, oh, this is great. But then people are looking at me. They're like, "Dude, you're going way too fast. You're gonna kill yourself." Because oh, I was, because I, I didn't know you were supposed to carve. <laughs> oh. I, I was just going straight, and I'm like, "Oh, oh no. this is yeah." So I was like, "This is great," and, then, oh, and I'm passing people, and they're like, "Dude, you're gonna die." And then I got scared, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh crap, I'm going too fast." They, everyone keeps telling me to like slow down. And so yeah, and so then I fell in- intentionally to stop myself so that I wouldn't like keep speeding up. Oh. Um, and that uh fl- I flipped several times the snowboard <laughs> went flying somewhere and oh my goodness and, um yeah but I it, but I was but it was I was okay it was snow so I thought and then the well, next yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I was fine for like and so I tried to learn how to carve it was terrible but anyway it's I was,
1: light and fluffy I'll be fine yeah that yeah
2: <laughs> well that's what I thought but then oh my the, goodness. but then the next um The next morning when i could not move then i was like okay i must have hurt myself because i like i literally was like it took me about four or five days before i fully recovered and i'm eight i'm what how old am i at this point i'm like man maybe 15 or 16 okay at this time and so i could barely walk because i remember going to school that monday this is a saturday and that monday i could barely walk like i had to I had to get permission to leave class early so I can make it to the next class because I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. It was very, I was very sore. But I didn't feel anything that day. That's what made it so funny. Wow. Like that day, I was fine. It was the subsequent days where I was like, yeah, I really hurt myself. So (laughs) I feel it. Yeah, that's when you actually feel the soreness. So anyway. I'm
1: happy you survived. Yeah, I did survive.
2: (laughs) I did survive. Well, apparently skiing is the same thing. You also have to carve with skiing, so <laughs>
1: you do. It, I think it's easier. I mean, I have never, like, to be honest, I've never tried snowboarding, um, but I see everybody try it and they're just killing themselves. So yeah, I recommend skiing. Yeah. Uh, plus, you can you can use poles too if you want. You know, you get those little sticks in your hand and then you can like woohoo. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I would like to get lessons and actually learn how to do it properly. And so yeah. I would still, even today, I would still learn like if I would go somewhere that you know where mm-hmm. there was snow I don't know if I would voluntarily go anywhere with snow these days but who knows
1: do you do you not miss it even though like, like no you're in like
2: absolutely Arizona? not no. no if I never see snow again for the rest of my life I'll be just fine oh man yeah I
1: love it when it snows out I love it so like I just want to go walk like it's blizzarding outside and I'm like oh it's time to go for a walk <laughs> like oh it's just so I love it it's like peaceful and i like when everything's white and quiet and like when i had to work in it i hated it when i had to work outside
2: um or when you just have need to leave the house to right go to you work have to leave yeah yeah you got a shovel since and the it's...
1: pandemic started and all i do is stay home it's like oh man i hope it snows more because mm-hmm. i don't have to go out but yeah going out in it is the worst
2: yeah
0: yeah i always liked it when it was snowing because like you said it was just so quiet yeah like there's it looks so peaceful like it yeah. But speaking of the yeah. pandemic, I don't know if this is a pandemic project or something you just picked up recently, but you said you started making puzzles.
1: Yes. Well, I'm not making
0: puzzles. I'm not You're like currently selling, printing, cutting <laughs> yeah. puzzles. Craig's
1: Puzzles, craigspuzzles.org. <laughs> you can uh, subscribe now. It's a monthly subscription service where I send out a, a puzzle of you, of you. <laughs> of of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not currently designing puzzles. However, uh, yeah, Brie and I, we like we have not. We haven't done a puzzle since we were kids. And a couple weeks ago, Brie was like, "Well, we're just we're at home. Let's try a puzzle." And it's so amazing. I'm obsessed with puzzling now. I'm obsessed with a lot of things: audio, cycling, and puzzles. As you can see, um. It's just really, it's like really gets me focused. It, I feel like it puts my mind, you know, so yeah, I like puzzling. If anyone wants to trade puzzles with us, because puzzles are so
0: expensive, again, send me, send me an
1: email. What's well, like 20 bucks a puzzle?
0: Oh, so, yeah. I was always thinking of getting them at the thrift stores, but then they don't have all the pieces. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> then they don't have all the pieces. Yeah,
1: if anyone wants to start like a puzzle sharing network, let me know. <laughs> I will not ship anything though. You have to live like a kilometer from me.
0: <laughs> no one knows what a kilometer. Everyone's like, you, you like that. that must be right next <laughs> wow. to me. I'm in. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, a kilometer it's it's shorter than a mile. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, there. You go. <laughs> 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 Sorry, folks. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah,
0: sad disappointment. You know, I was
1: scrolling on Spotify. I'm like, refreshing every day. Like, man, it's been a while. When is the next Two Crazy Scoops episode coming out? And then I like looked. I've got some good. And news I looked for you, today, Craig. and I'm like, man, there's this still no episode. And then I was like, wait, I am the next Two Crazy Scoops <laughs> you are episode. the next episode. <laughs> I'm so happy that this is still happening because I, I guess I'll listen to this when it comes out.
0: <laughs> well, okay. I think we already said it, but Craig is editing the audio. So yes, if it sounds great, I did it. If it sounds terrible, it's Craig. So. Okay. That's fair. That's totally reasonable.
2: <laughs> hey, so we, we talked a little bit about music earlier and, um, if you don't mind, what are some, like, what are some of your favorite or who are some of your favorite musicians? If you don't mind sharing yeah yeah um, and, go ahead and I, and I have another question for you that's kind of tough but just think about it in the back of your mind okay what are what are your if you had to just make a short list of like your top five favorite songs what would they be but that's the second question so okay. just I just want you to have that in the back of your mind but who are some of your favorite musicians who do you like to listen to and what kind of music do
1: you like okay so yeah I kind of like um, like I like listening to pretty much most music. I don't really listen to country. Um, I don't want to offend anyone,
2: but, uh... I, I, am highly offended. I, I realize
1: ahead. because I know you've said before <laughs> that you, you like it on the podcast, but, um, I'm really into most other stuff, especially, um, alternative or folk or singer-songwriter or indie rock um that kind of stuff when i was a teenager i like exclusively only listened to pink floyd and uh, antonio and i just would love that like we'd just listen to that all the time um i still really like that and them. that was it
0: that was literally it it was dumb.
1: like all we would listen
0: to and i was like all other music is dumb Like, wait, we found these, like, 1967 home recordings that someone (laughs) took of Pink Floyd. Yeah,
1: we just obsess over those. So Pink Floyd, like, has been a huge influence on me, Um, I think, definitely in music and probably in life. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, they've probably shaped my life or my view of the world. But I'm trying to change that, you know, trying to be a better person. Uh, Pink Floyd is great um, I also like what happened after that like I started getting into other music I started listening to Blur um, which is like a British kind of pop rock kind of like Oasis but uh, different
2: Do you know who Blur is Aaron? Uh, I think I know one of their songs
1: the, the guy from Blur, Damon Albarn made like the band Gorillaz so maybe you've heard of
2: Oh yeah, so it's that guy.
1: Um, But it was less rap when he was in Blur.
2: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Let me see. Let me Um, go ahead. You can keep talking. I'm looking up whatever. But I know like one of their songs. Yeah,
0: song two is probably the one you've heard of. Yeah, song two is like yeah. But I
1: mean uh, that I don't really listen to. I haven't listened to Blur in so long. Um, Now, now I'm really into. Like I've been obsessed with Radiohead for a long time. Uh, for several years radiohead is just it's like the 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 new pink floyd for me like just listening to everything they've ever done or anything uh, that they've done really like radiohead i really like some canadian artists too which probably they haven't made it into the states but the weaker thans is an incredible canadian band from winnipeg uh also when he goes solo john k samson so when he's solo, he's from the Weaker Thans. Uh, they, when he's with the Weaker Thans, it's kind of like indie rock kind of, uh, I guess you could call it. Um, but when he's solo, it's kind of like singer-songwriter, acoustic mostly. Um, I really like Elliot Smith as well for like acoustic, Andy Schauf. um, I, I listen to a lot of stuff that, that I feel like I can play. Uh, so, I mean, I can't play like Radiohead stuff mostly, but singer songwriter stuff. I really like listening to cause that inspires me to kind of write. And I kind of write a lot of stuff in that genre. Um, though I have done other genres, but, uh, who else do I listen to? It's kind of like I get stuck on one. Oh, I really love Arctic Monkeys as well. And Alex Turner and, uh, what's that side project he has?
0: Uh, Last of the Shadow Puppets. Yeah, Last Shadow Puppets exactly.
1: Yeah, that one. Um, um and the Beatles. Really quickly,
2: I correct. mean, like, the Beatles is amazing. Go ahead. I just have um, a small confession to make. Hopefully you can fix this, but I forgot completely. So um, as you were talking about some of these different artists, I was just playing little snippets of them on yeah. my phone. But I forgot that I'm recording. Yeah, before. that's okay. So that's,
1: I'll be able to cut
2: that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. I just want, I don't want you to don't be mad. Worry. I just, don't worry. I just, that's I just realized easy it. stuff, Eric. Easy. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I was yeah. playing some of their stuff, but I just wanted to hear who you re- were talking okay. to. Who you who you who were talking, talking about? about. Yeah. So I wondered.
1: If you yeah, listen to so. the Weaker Than's or John K. Samson, you might at first be turned off by his voice because he's he kind of sounds a little bit. Like you might have to kind of get used to it, but uh, I really like his stuff. He's a really good songwriter, um, really good.
0: Uh, the Beatles is amazing. Um, so do you have a list of five songs that you like the most or you feel like it's more just week by week, a little bit different?
1: Yeah, I feel like week by week, it's a little bit different. Um, right now, I've been really listening. Well, like I kind of always listen to Radiohead I've really been listening to the Beatles lately. I think partly because of the Get Back uh, documentary got me to like, oh, yeah, I want to listen to like all the Beatles stuff again, which was a really cool documentary, by the way. I really liked it. Um, Weaker Thans, Elliot Smith, Andy Schoff, Dan Mangan, too, is from Canada. Big Thief is kind of weird, but I've been listening to them. They're pretty good.
0: Um, And Early... Coldplay is nice. Acoustic depression.
1: Acoustic depression is basically what I, what my style is. <laughs> if you're wondering. Aaron. So like a lot of what I like to listen to is not to get me pumped and going and out the door. Like what I when I listen to music it's like uh, introspective and like Antonio said, acoustic
0: depression. I was mostly like- talking about early uh Coldplay.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, like, I-, I think that sums up kind of everything that I like. <laughs> Pretty much, that was a perfect way to describe
2: it. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Um, Interesting. I don't know. Like, I like Muse, and I'll listen to stuff that can get me pumped up for exercise as well. But
2: so what? So so what do you listen to? What pumps you up for exercise? I'm, I'm curious yeah, now. Aaron doesn't want to know about this stuff that's going to put him to sleep.
1: Right. Most of what I no, listen no, to. No, 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 no. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, no. no it's fine.
2: I, I'm no. not offended. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's not true. When okay. I when I ask people about their music, it's just that. I'm interested in knowing what they want to listen to. I'm not. Yeah. Sh- I'm not right. like There's judging. There's no judgment. Any- right, yeah. Sure, no, I love sure. music, period. Oh, so. the
1: National. I forgot the National. Nash- I love the <laughs> National so much. Like, if you if anyone l- had listening wants to listen to something, like, the National has some amazing stuff like
0: wow. Well, which one of their albums is your favorite?
1: Oh man, they're all my favorite. They're all my little children. Um <laughs> Alligator is incredible. Boxer is even more incredible. High Violet was the first album that I ever heard by them, and High Violet, I saw them on their High Violet tour, and it was the best concert experience of my life. It was incredible. It was at the Rialto Theater in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, it was me and Jesse. We were standing right at the front and they're right there playing. And it was so real. Like everything they were doing was so real and it was so filled with emotion and just... And High Violet is an amazing album and it's even better live. Like it was... It was life-changing. Um, yeah got to meet the guitarist from the national they're they're twins so i can't i think i met bryce destner maybe they're Um, triplets
0: and they just have the one meet everyone
1: (laughs) it's possible but i met bryce destner backstage after the after the show and he signed my cd of the national and uh they're incredible it was an amazing experience i can't really expound on that because i just don't have the words um did you ask me a question before that though your five favorite songs
0: Oh yeah. Oh, and what pumps me up? Oh, sorry. What pumps you up?
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, classical music. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <You're> like, what? <laughs> hey, to each their own. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, what? I guess I really never listened to like anything.
0: I think that Aaron has ever talked about on this podcast. Yeah. So. I think um, me and Craig probably have more of a similar... Probably. Uh, oh, definitely. Music definitely. Based. similar. <laughs> <laughs> mostly because we would just, like, listen to... Well, your parents mostly had all that music.
1: Yeah, my parents had a lot of that music, too. And that's yeah. kind of what we would listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Craig my would just top burn me songs? CDs. No, my
2: musical tastes are definitely different. But I have... Ex- the thing with me is that my musical tastes have expanded over the years. I okay. grew up listening to a certain type of music. But then over the years I've expanded to like many different genres. So now I like a little bit of everything. I like a lot of the singer-songwriter type music that you were kind of talking to or talking about yeah. um and you know um but my yeah, my musical journey is a little bit different. Definitely. Well, I th-
0: I think I explained <laughs> this to you before Aaron that I'm listening to different things in music. Like Craig and I used to watch documentaries or live concerts of bands we liked. And then go and try to emulate that in the other room, like trying to yeah. make music. Mm-hmm. And that was like our whole goal for listening or watching these concerts was like, what idea can we take and implement yeah, trying and to what do we're what trying to do, like gotcha. what we're writing stuff. Mm-hmm. It may have been why all of our songs sounded so similar to what we were listening to. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, it was it a lot of learn. It was more of a project. It wasn't like a, a passive experience, I think, yeah. when I was growing up, at least.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, and it, it makes sense, too, because with you all actually, like, playing instruments and stuff. Like, I have a little, I have limited experience with playing instruments, but I've always enjoyed music. And for me, like, a good time on the weekend was me and my cousin. We used to go and just, they have crates and crates and crates of old records. And we would just go and just the records, all like, all day and all evening. And that mm-hmm. was, like, our entertainment versus actually playing instruments, you know. Right, um, like in a band or something. And so I, I appreciate music. I love it. And I like to listen to hear. I always used to open up the, and to this day it's kind of stuck with me, but in the records, you know how to have the little inserts and it would have all the musicians in there who played the instruments, who wrote yeah. the songs, who wrote the lyrics. And ever since then, I've always been interested, even with modern music today, I always like to know who wrote it, who produced it. Cause a lot of times it's not the artists. And I got to the point where I could hear a song, and we're talking about, you know, of course I'm talking about pop music in particular, but other music too. I could hear the song and instantly knew who produced it. Right. Because that each producer has their own style. Um, and so I've really been into music from that standpoint. More so, not necessarily the creative type, which I think is what you two are, but yeah. more so as the listener appreciating the style and what inspired them to write. And produce and to use certain chords and certain notes and whatever so
1: that makes I, a lot of sense i like how you describe that i think that's a good point it's more like when antonio and i maybe are listening to music it's more like you said looking for like the creative aspect of it or like it's more about like it's more about the uh, you said it better. I don't know. We'll just leave it with that. Just <laughs> replay his audio over this. Just, just listen to Aaron's thing again. <laughs> like, it's about the art piece or something. You know, it's like, it's about rather than, I don't know. Because, I mean, I'll do stop. you have
0: that same experience where you're like, you listen to something and then you're like, I hate myself because I wanted to write this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why can't yeah. I write this? Yeah,
1: it's like, oh, this <laughs> This is what I have been trying to do. <laughs> Why have
2: I not done this? Yeah, exactly. I write songs all day. Hey, yeah. I, I, so I'm kind of curious to know who are some of So who are some of your favorite like vocalists? Um not necessarily artists or singers, but like who are, who who do you think has the greatest voices of like the music that you like to listen to?
1: See, so that's so interesting that you ask that because... Our singers suck. (laughs) Roger Waters is probably a terrible singer. Like, the people that... So, uh, like, even like the guy I recommended, John K. Sampson, Weaker Thans, um, these... Like Antonio said, it's... When you're listening to pop, like, pop music, it's like, oh, who's the best singer? Like, is it Taylor Swift or Beyonce or, like, I don't know, I'm throwing out names here, you know? Right. Um. But
2: but just to be, just to clarify, I'm not necessarily saying who is the best singer, but I'm asking, like, for your personal favorite vocalist. Right. So it's so, a little different. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, they're all bad, but in such a beautiful <laughs> in way. Such a beautiful, way. <laughs> like they're all bad in a beautiful uh, and and they're the imperfections and like the the whatever they're... Emo- like whoever they are really comes across. So for John K. Sampson, he's he, he sounds like he's from a small town in Manitoba, mm-hmm. and that's where he's and like that's him, and it's just him coming across, and he is a would not be considered like. Oh, like wow! What an amazing singer! I mean, I don't even consider him like an amazing singer. I consider him an amazing artist. Like Hello. he's creating art. Um, Radiohead, Tom York, like he he can he's an amazing like he can reach amazing notes and sing like crazy. But also, some people hate his voice because so like oh. I, my, My face. And... Well, well, like I don't know how to Well the pick thing is, it.
2: like, like me and Antina have talked about this before, and it's like we are like we both appreciate Bob Dylan as an artist and his oh, ability yeah, to write. Episode. Yeah, but his <laughs> yeah. but his voice is crap and I can't listen yeah, to yeah. it. I'd much rather hear exactly. someone else cover one of his songs. Exactly. But I appreciate so, his artistry as an artist.
1: Okay. But I also like, like, I feel like it's part of the package. So for somebody like Bob Dylan, like the song, comes with the territory, like the song, he like that, that is the, that is the art. That is the piece, like his voice as it is, take it or leave it. Neil so Young the same of, way too. I Neil Young, same thing. Yeah. So
2: you can't, sep- so you, you, in other words, you can't really separate the voice from the music per se. It's more like th- you have to so. kind of have like the whole thing. If that just makes feel sense. like not in a yeah. bad, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not, just no, no, saying. no.
1: I agree. I think that that is maybe how I approach um, music. It's like one piece of something, and if it's done by someone else, mm-hmm. I like it less because it's like, well, that's not even if they're a better singer. You know, I like it less because it's like, well, that and it was I liked it because it was them. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Interesting. Like okay, for no, instance, the way that I could describe it is like David Bowie, for instance, is a singer. He has a yeah. good voice. Um, but there's a concert where they replace one of the singers to sing Comfortably None by Pink Floyd with oh, David man. Bowie. It's so bad. And it's, it's so like, bad. disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, I remember seeing it. I think we got the DVD oh. or something, like a Netflix DVD. And we're sitting there watching this. And I'm like, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, right it <laughs> was utter disappointment. You just can't mix the two because, like, there's some artists who can go and sing with a bunch of different people. But there's some artists where they can't jam with anybody. Yeah. They can't. You can't add them with someone else. They'd have to start a whole new project, which is what the interesting thing with Arctic Monkeys is. They themselves are banned. Alex Turner also has a side project, which is yeah, similar but also yeah. different. There's a lot and more strings and works, involved. and it works, but it's hard, it's to, hard do. to do.
1: Alex Turner is. I, I'll pick him as my favorite vocalist of people that I listen to. I love the way he sings in such an arrogant, condescending. <coughs> Like d-bag kind of a way that just draws me to him in some strange form. Like the, the confidence oozing out of this guy is incredible. Like if you have not listened to Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, uh, you should because it's incredible.
2: <laughs> and trying to describe it to people, I'm like, okay, so this so, is like a so, concept so was so what's the name of the actual singer? So just so we know okay, for so reference. So how, how can we so listen the to it? So the singer
1: I am talking about his name is Alex Turner. Uh his band
2: is Arctic Monkeys. And the which I know Arctic Monkeys, but what uh, is that the, but his is his best vocal, vocal performance is it with Arctic Monkeys or is it with the other band? I bands?
1: would say it's on Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. I don't know. <laughs> like they again okay. he, it's the same it's kind of his a silly thing. The singing changes. The singing changes depending on the it's it's like, I cannot, I cannot answer this questionnaire because I'm on a, I'm in a different book, I think is the problem.
2: Okay. No, no, and that, but that's yeah. good. I like, I appreciate the, yeah, the expression, because like, like for me, for example, I, some, there's some artists, I appreciate their voices, but they're not necessarily my favorite singers. Like, I would give you a good example. Okay. Like, I, and some people think I'm crazy for this, but I love, Jan, like, I love Janis Joplin's voice. Okay. <laughs>
3: It's
2: it's very very raspy it's very unique and now she's not my favorite artist by any means but just the voice itself i love it i think it's okay i would love i wish i could have heard her sing live like that i love that voice and granted she had a lot of other issues but (laughs) that's besides the point but that's but that's besides the point the voice itself was was unique but and I, I appreciate unique vocals that no one else has. Because you have a lot of singers who sound very similar. But when you have a voice that stands out, so if I was doing like a list of my top my top favorite female vocalists, I would put her in there. She no she's not a Whitney or a Mariah or anything like that, but she had a unique style that right. just fit. Yeah. So
1: No, that makes sense. Maybe I'll choose Paul McCartney. Or someone from the Beatles, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't just don't say Ringo. I don't li- I love Ringo, man, he's the best. Ringo has a good he voice, uh, Ringo Star. You I know what? I always so. thought everybody was always Can't dumping say, on him, but I saw the Get Back documentary and I'm like, he's he's so nice. He was like, that don't mean you can a, sing. I just think, you know what? We need to give some respect to Ringo here, like, what a good guy. <laughs>
2: Wait, who 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 let who did the lead singing on Yellow Submarine? Uh, I don't know. We all it, of was them that, <laughs> probably. it. Probably. It wasn't it wasn't John or Paul.
0: I think it was Ringo then. I don't know. Let
1: In the see. town.
2: Yeah, it's probably Ringo. Where
1: I was born, born. Yeah, that's Ringo, I think. Live the man. Yeah, totally yeah. Ringo.
0: And all that. He also craziness. did
1: Octopus's Garden. I mean like, come on. What a hit. Oh, it's what films. a hit.
0: He sings a lot. He sings the last
2: song on the White Album. It's not too bad.
1: He also sings with a little help from my friends, which is an amazing song. You know that song?
2: Oh wait uh, does he do Does he do the whole song with a little
1: help from my yeah. friends?
2: No, yeah. I,
0: think yeah. So. No, he
1: doesn't. Yeah, I could really? be wrong. Okay, I, I, I don't remember. That. He definitely does the verses.
0: Yeah, because he was okay. like, "What would you think if I sang out of tune? Would well, you yeah, get yeah, walk you out sing, of me? Yeah, because like he's a terrible singer true. and everyone hated
1: him. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, I'm going to lean into it."
0: And the only reason I know this is because this English guy that me and Aaron, I mean, me and Craig both know, would preach to us about it, like, early mornings. Oh, yeah. Really? (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, one time the Beatles said they liked some kind of dessert, and then they started throwing at them, so then they stopped saying they liked anything. (laughs) (laughs) He's always going on about jelly bellies or whatever. Oh, yeah. What a good time. So, before we uh, wrap all this up, the last final thing I want to talk to you about, Craig... What is your favorite song that you've written?
1: My favorite song that I've written. That's a great question. And are you
0: willing to share it on this podcast with us?
1: I am willing. Um, I think so. My The favorite song that I have written is actually I'm working on. I've been working for a while on like an acoustic album that I'm trying to do. And I feel like I've really found what I've been looking for. So I don't have these ready to release yet, but they will. I will release them pretty soon. Um, And this is my favorite batch of anything I've ever done. But if I have to pick something that's already released, um, I have a song called No Reply, which I really think is my favorite song that I have released so far.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I have to jump in here. When you say released, where is your music available to be listened to? Right
1: now, it's just on Bandcamp. So it's craigmcbrine.bandcamp.com So it's my name.bandcamp.com okay.
2: Um, okay, can you spell your last yeah. name? More so for listeners and just making sure everyone understands. M
1: as in marshmallow C as in crazy <laughs> B as in boxed beans R as in <laughs> randy I as in interloper, N as in nobody nowhere, and E as in everyone everywhere.
2: Got you. So Craig McBride at band oh,
1: dot dot dot, dot bandcamp. Bandcamp. com. Okay, yeah, that's not an email address.
2: <laughs> Craig McBride dot <laughs> com. <laughs> <laughs> bandcamp. Okay, yeah. so everything is um on Bandcamp right now. So everything
1: now. I've done is pretty much there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's released anyways. So No Reply is on my latest release on Tun State, which is a, it was a project I started like a couple of years ago. I thought I would like record songs and release them as I finished them and make an album with them. But I was unable to focus long enough to do that. So there's still only two songs released and it's been like two years, but I have, I, so I think I might not continue this project. I'm not sure. I have this other album that is I basically just have to record it. And what I like about this, these new songs I've come up with is I'm going to record and, and I'm going to play the guitar and sing them at the same time, which I've never done recording music before. I've always recorded each piece separately because I'll play everything. Like when I had drums, I would play drums and bass and guitar and whatever. Um, so I had to do it all separate. And I would try to line it up and get it in time. And I was never happy with either the guitar performance or my voice performance in most of those. And I think what I've discovered is I'm a lot more... It's kind of like what we were talking about. I don't... If I separate it, it like becomes unnatural. And if I do it at the same time, it's like the one thing that's coming out. It's And to me, it sounds a lot better. I finally figured out how to record two tracks separately which is why i'm finally now going to try this album that way um i've got two microphones i can record them to separate tracks vocals on one guitar on the other and uh and then i might add some other things but i want to be more simple with it i most of my earlier stuff i have kind of just put as much in as possible but i want to focus on like actually decent melodies and stuff like that. So we'll see. I'm not great, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited about it
2: anyways. Um, nice.
0: Yeah. I like that song. No reply.
2: Yeah. I really like, Yeah, I was just listening to it right now. And, um, can
1: we
0: play it on the podcast or is that like copyright infringement?
1: No, yeah, you can play it. It's, it's acoustic depression
0: like Antonio brought up earlier. Like that's also the <laughs> style
1: of music I write. If you do listen to my other stuff, I did write like a post-rock instrumental album, which is what Into a Clear Lake is. Um, so if you're looking for like instrumental post-rock, that's what that is. Uh, and then one or I is like an ep of acoustic depression and ton state is also acoustic depression so enjoy (laughs) and my next album guess what it's gonna be it's acoustic (laughs) depression (laughs) this time have you go ahead
2: vocally have you ever taken like vocal lessons before uh no but thanks aaron i will (laughs) no oh my god oh my god
1: that's not what i meant i
2: did not mean it like that know, no 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 i'm i'm no i'm just i'm trying to i'm really trying to get like do, naturally do you did you just want to just sing or did you ever want to take lessons for anything um, but i did not mean that yeah, in a bad no, way. I, and i'm sorry how that, <laughs> that came across that came across bad you sound good in the song oh, thanks you sound good i because what I was going to ask you next was, you know, would, would you have any suggestions for someone like me who can't sing worth anything, but perhaps wants to, yeah. you know.
1: I also can't really sing. Um, I've never taken lessons. I think it would be nice to. I've watched YouTube videos about um, tips on how to sing. I don't know if those have helped or not. i try to apply those. I think what's helped most for me recently, and I've discovered it trying to record this new album is not singing too loud. Like the microphone mm. is here. So it picks up a lot of your voice that I'm always trying to project way too much. And it m- makes my voice sound bad. And and I'll play my songs just when I'm playing on the guitar. And my wife Bree is like, just, just record it. Like you just sing it there like that. And then I'll go into try to record and I'll be like way too loud again. And it'll be, I'll be too aggressive or, and So just learning how to, like, be comfortable with my own voice and, like, not be afraid of it and also not be afraid to be kind of subtle and not project so loud. That's just for me. I think some people sound better when they actually are screaming or really loud. So Mm -hmm. I don't
2: know. No, that's cool. No, and thank you for that. No, no, but you sound good. I was just listening to the, I've never heard you sing before. Okay. And so I was just listening to your song. Yeah. And, and you, like, know, you you have a good voice. And the,
1: the, with these other like these all the songs that are up right now, these are all recorded with each track one at a time. Right. So I did the guitar and then I would record vocals over it. And so I'm hoping that with this next release it'll be kind of what I've been trying to get to for a long time. Like everything's kind of an experiment. Like I just do it for fun. I'm not a pro. I just do it because I like music and I like writing. Um, and each time I make a song, I feel like I've learned something from that song and I try to apply it to the next one I write or to the next piece that I record. And so it's kind of like a big, slow progression, um, but it's a fun ride. And I like doing Interesting. it.
2: Interesting. Yeah. So I... I- I'm sorry. There's so many questions. I don't, I don't want to make this drag this on too long. I just have so many yeah, questions yeah. that are coming. So would, as a, so being like as, from a musician standpoint, would you ever consider like putting any of your music on streaming platforms? Or is that something you want to avoid? And then my other question is, would you ever shoot a, a, a music video for any of your songs?
1: Great questions. I will start with the music video question. Um, because that happened once. So I, I, I made a debut album like my first album when I was it came out in 2013 which there's a link to it on my band camp here it's like sleep tonight and it's it's I mean it's like really early Craig it's like 16 17 18 year old Craig is basically like when I (laughs) recorded it so like a lot of it is out of time uh a lot of it's not great but it's it, it and that's more like angst depression instead of acoustic depression so that album is more like teenage angst um wait which album is that again it's called letters and it's it's oh. on a different band camp because i try to disassociate myself from from that album <laughs> 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 but Got there you. there is a link to it on my on the craig band camp if you okay. if you search around um, okay i can't remember what the question was no what was it oh yeah the music video the so music on that video. album Uh, One of the songs on that album is Forget and me and my friends recorded a music video for that song and put it on YouTube. I used to make YouTube videos all the time too growing up, but none of those are available. Please do not write me and ask. I will not be showing them. (laughs) Um, uh, So we made that Forget music video. A large portion of it was done in front of a moving train. Not in front of, beside a a moving train. Um, And the police came and got upset and stuff with us. So we had to leave. Uh, but that was my experience making a music video, and that was fun. I do not recommend trying to film your friend sitting next to a moving train. <laughs> <laughs> Very dangerous, apparently.
2: Wait, so you're saying that video is gone? It's gone, Eric. I like it is... I like the song. I've only listened to the first thirty seconds of it, but I like it.
1: Amazing. Thank you for liking it. But why?
2: It. So I want to see the video. So can you send me the video? Can I see the video? Yeah, possibly
1: after this podcast, I will let you see the video. Okay, all
2: right. But no one else can see the video. Okay.
1: Do not ask me. <laughs> but I'll I'll show you in because okay. you're a good guy.
2: Okay. I appreciate uh, it.
1: So I made a music video for that. Um, what was your other question about streaming?
2: Would you ever consider like putting any of your music up on any of the streaming services? And why? Either way, if you decide yay or nay, why would you or why would you not?
1: Yeah, I <laughs> I would. Um, I actually had forget that one song out on Spotify for the longest time, but I took it down. Um, I would like to put some of this stuff on streaming, but I'm never happy enough with it where I feel like, oh, it doesn't deserve to be out there as much. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like my little project for fun. This next album, if I get this one right, if I'm happy with it, it will hopefully be everywhere you can stream music for free. No, mm-hmm. um, oh, Antonio, how did you find the video? <laughs> Antonio has found the forget music video. Yes,
0: we are not playing it on this podcast. <laughs> no, it's just it's just the audio. I think. But, oh, uh, it's just the audio. Yeah. Okay,
1: I don't know. Okay, well, I'll send you the video. Here. It's under
0: various artists. On,
1: I'll send YouTube. you the the video, but. Um, yeah, if I can get it, I just want it to be good. I'm never happy with any of my, of what I actually end up doing. So if I get it good and I'm like, yes, I am 100% proud of this, then I will put it on streaming so that more people could hear it. And I, I don't really, like I know artists don't make any money off of Spotify and stuff. No, but not really. I'm not planning to ever make money with any of this music, so I don't really care. Mm-hmm. If people want to listen to it, That that's all I care about really. Yeah,
2: I think, I think um, especially not modern day, I think it's it's a a good platform to share music and you know that doesn't necessarily mean you're trying to be like the next big pop star by any means but just the fact that you can easily share and it's available yeah i think that's awesome personally that's just my exact opinion as a listener
1: yeah so if if my stuff
2: gets good it'll be there (laughs) any chance we'll see a, a craig antino collaboration on this upcoming album Oh that would be cool.
1: We're going to we're actually probably going to try to make a separate album because why go for one when you can go for more. <laughs> so yes. we've been we've been talking about making a, an album together. So doing it long distance has been a real It's really hard though, yeah, to do it long distance. Yeah. Like if we could get 2 weeks together like the Beatles and just like sit in a room for 12 hours every day recording together, like we'd have so much good stuff coming out, but once that happens, I think
0: Yep. yeah we do we had like maybe two songs we recorded together under the band walking stereotype
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah but that was the well in the we in the meantime while we wait for this album though can't we get like at least a feature or something you know on this upcoming project maybe just one just one song at least
1: well i mean i don't have anything even like ready um to play i mean I could edit i could edit it in to the podcast <laughs> when i'm editing it yes i don't have anything ready now but if if i find oh no no it i mean be, i don't mean now it'll be right here yeah 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 at this moment yeah
2: <laughs> well we will yeah we will definitely hey maybe we can include some of you know some of your music in our podcast yeah. in the future that would be awesome i think oh uh, you would let
1: well keep keep an eye out for it and uh, don't be disappointed when you hear uh, how terrible it is! But
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what it I actually, just, the audio quality is really good, Craig, and the songwriting is good as well.
2: Yeah, thank you. But
0: the audio quality for me is like a real standing point because it's really difficult to get that kind of audio quality. Yeah,
2: yeah. I can also write it's, songs too. Just saying. So if you want somebody, you know, no, the songs are <laughs> offensive. okay. Cool. Thanks, if you Aaron. ever want some help with some lyrics, I got you. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be texting you. <laughs> Antino doesn't have faith in my lyric ability, but I trust me.
1: <laughs> okay, R- well. write me a poem about bike riding.
0: Oh no! <laughs> not only that, but Craig lives in the GTA, which stands for the Greater Toronto Area, and not Grand Theft. That's Auto, exactly so what I was thinking. <laughs> if you can work yeah. that into a bicycle story, Aaron, I'm sure he would love that. It's true. I'm in the GTA. I'm Canadian, eh? <laughs> well, it's been fun, Craig. Thank you for being it's, on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Also, listen to Best Three Out of Three of the Podcast. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> uh, Craig and it is a podcast. <laughs> so today was supposed to be a crossover episode. Today was going
1: to be crossover. We'll, we're, we're still going to do the we're crossover. We're still going to do it, I hope, right?
0: I doubt Mark will listen to this. And if he does, he probably yeah. won't even get this far. But no, if he, he does, he Mark. <laughs> We're thinking about you. We, we hope care you about get you. better. Get better um, soon. Take care of yourself. Um, Drink a lot yeah. of water and vitamin D. Yeah.
1: And stay tuned for the for the crossover episode. And stay tuned for
0: the crossover. But for now, while you're waiting for that, listen to the best three out of three podcast uh, on pretty much anywhere.
1: Anywhere. it. And if you're wondering, like, Antonio is also on the podcast. (laughs) It's me and Antonio and this guy named Mark. So it's basically a worse version of two crazy scoops. (laughs) So if you're looking for, like, worse than this, that's where to go.
2: Oh, I don't. uh, Hey, what is your what is your podcast about really quickly? The best three out of three. What is it about?
0: Everything Craig just talked about.
2: Okay, got you.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. Um,
1: No, it's about uh, I want it to be friend time like that's my mission statement for this for this friend time you know it's just you ever hang out with people and you just want to like listen to them laugh about stuff that doesn't matter like that's that's just you know what i what i'm going for just like we talk about we talked about uber eats on the last episode uh or something actually we talked about financial something but that hasn't the last yet. one that recorded oh, my. That <laughs> if you want to learn
0: about the stock market
1: but we we berate we berate well actually mark berates bicycles like we have listeners send in pictures of their own bicycles and mark makes fun of their bikes um because they're not up to his high standards of of bicycling and we also talk about the news from small town canada
0: uh so if you're interested in that It's at the end of every episode. Which in the crossover, we will get Aaron's e-bike being rated. We will get some small town Canada news. And we will hear about Mark. He was in Brazil for a little bit. Uh I'm sure he'll have a lot to say. (laughs) Last time I asked him about it, he said, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then we stopped the conversation.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to hear this. That sounds really interesting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mark is a great guy. I can't wait
0: to have him. Yeah. And he has an amazing voice for radio he does okay well um, this has been 2 Crazy Scoots Podcast with your hosts Ao and Antino and uh, this has been the host of the best 3 out of 3 Craig uh, music, songwriter puzzle maker, Tim Horton's enthusiast, bear lover Craig McBride I love bears <laughs> stay tuned next week as we um, I don't know I don't know Aaron crossover crossover well i don't think mark's gonna be uh, if he feels better the he, next episode will be a he crossover. said he
1: was basically feeling better today almost so yeah but he was like i just don't week.
0: want to say anything i'm like how can you be on a podcast <laughs> and not <laughs> say like, anything <laughs> i'll be there but i don't want to talk i yeah. want to be a passive bystander also a guest yeah but i mean that's
1: his role on our podcast <laughs> as well
0: so do you mind yeah. i mean i'm gonna you cut this out if you don't want us to but can i Put no replay at the end of this episode? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Well, there you go. Just pretend the the music is going outro. Oh, I have to
1: pretend that it's going? It was going at the beginning. Why do I have to pretend now?
0: Because I don't have the button on here. Actually, I do. (gasps) And and <laughs> A and A sitting
1: back in the something and the something day. Aaron hates it. Oh, and I have to—I have a complaint. I don't—we're probably ending already, but I have can a complaint you hear about your. I can hear it now. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, talk. I over have it. a complaint about Aaron. Um, your advertisement for this podcast. I'm. I was supposed to record this as a voice message and send it in. Antonio has asked me twenty times, but I haven't done it. Maybe I'll send in another voice <laughs> message, but. In your in your advertisement, it has bugged me since the beginning of the podcast. You say, "Yeah, we use Anchor to distribute all our apps," and Antonio's like, "Yeah," and you do not use Anchor to distribute. Oh, apps. it's the podcast. You use it, you use it to distribute. Anchor is an app that you use to distribute your
2: podcast, I, and
1: it has. You have said that it has been like that for two years of two. Crazy I have scoops. never. Well,
2: first of all, I don't even listen to my own podcast. For one. <laughs> Number two, I've, re- Neither does Mark. I've recorded it once, and he said it was good, and I just left it at that. I never pay attention to it. Usually, I fast-forward through it when I am listening to it, but that's good that yeah. n- to know. It'd be better. Just we should re-record that, for sure. I didn't even want to record that because I don't feel like my voice is good for oh, that. Oh, we didn't record it for, like, 400 listens. We must missed out on, like, four bucks. Right. Whoa. right, but I'm just saying, your voice would be better f- to record that than mine, I think.
0: Nah,
1: Aaron's voice is good. I like it. I I like Aaron's voice, but uh, I mean, just change up the words there. One thing that bothers me about Antonio's ending sometimes... Cause this is the part of the podcast where I pick apart the stuff I don't like about two crazy scoops, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where we're at now. So uh, another suggestion I have is you you've said multiple times thanks to ANA for pressing our buttons, which to me, like if you say someone is pressing or pushing your buttons, it's that they're like irritating you. That's the joke. And I don't like it. That's uh, it's a joke. The I never joke. knew it, was a, it didn't sound like a joke. To She's me. literally you know pressing the buttons is?
0: on the machine.
1: I know but like why would you say your wife is pressing your buttons like it's don't say that funny <laughs> it's funny I don't know I didn't think it was funny did you ever notice that Aaron
2: I did but I I didn't think I can cut this out No no I did but I didn't think I didn't think nothing <laughs> of it I just thought it exactly, was Exactly
1: cuz it's a joke <laughs> Okay I misunderstood I'm sorry I'll I misunderstood <laughs> I ha- that that's the only two things I thought. Everything else, I, I don't love even about think. This but I don't even think.
2: I don't even think uh, Ana cared. I don't. No. Okay. not well, think she, cared she's, either. she's
1: got a great sense of humor.
2: Well, I don't even know if she. I don't know if she even knew that. Did she knew that that that? that.
4: long-distance talk For pacing round the room Telephone glue to you And I should have asked you Where you've been And I should have asked I should have you where you've been, and I should have